Welcome to the Gear Slum, your one-stop shop for all things guitar culture nonsense. I'm Aaron. I'm Phil. And I'm Cole. <laughs> we slum it hard so you don't have to. That's called tension. Previously on the Gears. <laughs> dun dun dun. <laughs> Why do they always pause? They say previously on, and then they say the name of the show. Like, like as they're going to surprise you like, with the name of the show. As if there's just like one clip of the guy saying previously on, and they just have to right. keep using that <laughs> for every different series. Yeah. Previously on the Gears Slum. Anyway, this is episode eight nine. Wow. We are really cooking here, folks. <laughs> In 11 weeks, we'll be on our 100th episode. If we put out one episode per week. Which we will. Assuming we follow the pattern that we've done for the previous 88 weeks. Exactly. Yes. Which is crazy. 88 weeks is a lot of weeks. It's true. That's as many uh, that's, keys as there are on a piano. It is. A real piano. Full-size piano that's not missing any keys. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. True. So, so as many keys as there are on a janitor's waistband. Many, many keys. Keyring. There's many keys. Many keys. So thank you to Sinusoid <laughs> for sponsoring yeah, thanks, this Sinusoid. episode. Yes. Thank you, Sinusoid. They make cables. Do you guys have, um, do you guys have the Sasquatch cables from Sinusoid? I, I do not. I don't either, and I kind of want one. Yeah, I have, so a the normal, I have a normal power and a normal like uh, speaker cable. Yeah, I have a speaker cable from them too, but I, I kind of want to check out the Sasquatch because it's just like super beefy, bulky, gigantic uh, speaker cable, which is like huge, but it's super durable and huge and ready for anything apparently, according to Albie. How'd I do? It was as if he knows that, anything. Did that he, sound organic and natural enough? Does he want us to say things? He wanted us to talk about Sasquatch, and I did it. Oh. Boom. And I did it organically. Yeah. And then I pulled back the fourth wall. They also come in flex, which is always nice. Now talk about your personal experience, <laughs> if applicable. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't actually say that in there. But I've heard podcasts do that before. Oh really? Where like the ad it. copy they get says, "Yeah, now now mention your personal experience <laughs> if applicable," and they read disappointed. That <laughs> <laughs> this episode is also, of course, sponsored by the Gabrielle Tenorio String Company. Um, I've been recommending Gabrielle strings all over the place the last few weeks, few days, I guess. Have you? Um, yeah, I've seen like different conversations pop up about people looking for new strings or wanting new strings. Um, and I always recommend Gabrielle strings. I think one of my friends locally is gonna is planning on buying a set for his acoustic as well. So I'm stoked. Actually, two of my friends are planning to buy them for their acoustics, which makes me sad that I don't have them for my acoustic yet. That would, but I don't even remember the last time I played my acoustic. Uh, I play my acoustic weekly. 
I know you do. Very weekly. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Suck! That was good. I really do like... <laughs> I really do like those strings. I mean, they're obviously flawless victory. They're expensive, and so you know, if if you want strings that you can spend three dollars yeah. on and replace them every couple weeks or whatever, then that's it's obviously not for you. But um, yeah, I've had them on my little stinker for six months or so. And cool. They what if I great. like? <laughs> what if I like strings that are mailed to me? You yes. can have Gabriel Tornado strings mailed to you. Oh, can I? That's actually oh, that's, I the, think that's the only. easiest way to get them. There are a <laughs> few live close to people. Him. I, like, I think, I think um, Chicago Music miles. Exchange and a few other retailers have them in stock. But yeah, they generally still come in the mail. You, you get them mailed to you. Well, I mean, you could drive to, to Chicago and buy them in the store. Here's what I'm wondering. Does Chicago okay. Music Exchange, can I set something up where... Every every year on my birthday, they mail me a set of Gabriel Tenario strings. Probably not. Oh. I would assume I'm going to say no. I'm going to go out that's, on a limb and say no. That's not what they do. Hmm. It would be cool. I bet. Every, I bet Gabrielle would let you set up something like that. I don't want to speak for him. No, that'd be a pain in the butt, probably. <laughs> I bet sure you could set something like, up for don't. yourself where on your birthday you just order them. Yeah, yeah I set a reminder like in my phone. Set a reminder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> set Actually, a reminder for like two weeks before your birthday. Yeah, exactly. Like, two weeks before. <laughs> like, so you make sure you give him plenty of time. Gear supply becomes a bigger, like bigger and bigger train wreck every day. It seems like. Oh come on! <laughs> and I don't. <laughs> I don't like. <laughs> I don't enjoy their failure. That got me. That got me good. <laughs> I don't enjoy their failure, but it is. Oh, whatever. I, me- <laughs> I mentioned it in one of the threads this week. Like, cause in one of our very early episodes, I talked about how I just don't like yeah. understand the business model just doesn't appeal to me. And I don't know that it's sustainable, you know? Um, and so there is a small part of me that feels slightly vindicated because after that episode, a lot of people were like, no way. I love your supplies. Great. And you're an Cole, idiot for thinking you're that. selfish. You're wrong. Yeah. That's what they said to me. And now you are I'm wrong clearly not selfish because I'm enjoying the I fact am selfish. that this business I was is going wrong. out of business. You, so you are enjoying it. Yeah. So I'm not selfish Selfishly. at all. It, would a selfish oh. person enjoy somebody else's failure? I don't think so. Oh, that's true. Oh, no, wait. Maybe, Maybe. that is what it's No, because that's called empathy, right? You're experiencing emotion <laughs> inverse, over someone else's experiencing problems. inverse empathy. Inverse <laughs> empathy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's, inverse that is, inverse that is empathy. That's a terrifying phrase. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Uh, it's, all, it's also like when people succeed, it makes me really sad. Like, I have that too. <laughs> yeah, right. When people do really yeah. well, I'm like <clears throat> a little bit jealous. Why wasn't and like it me? Kind of... Right, when I scroll through Facebook and I see everyone on vacation. And it's not even like somebody else got a job that I was applying for. It's like somebody else is succeeding in a field that has nothing to do with me and it affects me in no way, but it still makes me angry. Someone looks happy. (laughs) Yeah. I looked on Facebook and someone I kind of know looks genuinely happy. To be fair, like most people that look happy on Facebook probably aren't, so. Well, yeah, but I can't even fake it the way that they fake it, so. So somebody like can fake that. happy. So Gore Vidal said, 
every time a friend succeeds, I die a little. <laughs> that's how <laughs> that's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Holy crap! It's very honest. I appreciate that's, the honesty. That's too real. Um, all right. Did you guys? I'm I'm assuming we haven't talked about this, but I'm assuming that the two of you are were fans of uh, uh, the soup back in the day. Yeah, yeah. And now I was a fan of Talk Soup, actually. Good, me too. And now um, Joel McHale has. Who the a show. hell are you? <laughs> uh, Joel, McH- Joel McHale has a has a show on Netflix that is basically the soup. Oh yeah, uh, and uh, there's <laughs> there's a joke. The first episode was a little rough, but there was one joke that really got me. I like I laughed. I laughed really hard. It was, <laughs> mm. and it was this guy saying, "I want to die." Like it was like he's laughing, and then he just he just goes straight face and goes, "I want to die." <laughs> and and I don't know why it, it's just it was so, a bit or it was like a both they made it into a bit it was from a show but then okay, they made it so, yeah they made it into a bit on the on right yeah so you should totally watch it and see yeah I saw that that was funny. released and I was planning on it who's the guy that did it originally Greg Henson Kinnear was it? the first guy uh, after, yeah that's right Greg and then and then there was a guy oh, with oh, I can't his remember his name, name. John Henson it's the that's, same guy yes. that did um that Muppets. did no MXC. <laughs> oh no, that's Jim. <laughs> the most ex- he did most extreme elimination challenge. Yes, you're right. Oh yeah. And then MXC. it was <laughs> don't then it get was, eliminated. Uh, Tanisha D. Oh, Aisha Taylor. Yeah, Aisha Taylor or Tyler. Tyler. Aisha Tyler. Tyler. Tanisha. <laughs> Tanisha. She's funny. That's I a like great name. <laughs> Tan- Tanisha. <laughs> and then and then it went just from portmanteau her to- your own names together. <laughs> I'm Aruba. My name is Aruba. <laughs> I'm kook. But then I think kook. after her was Joe McHale, right? No, after Hal Sparks did it. Or was Hal Sparks before Aisha? I'm not sure. He may have been. Anyway. Yeah, and then it was gone for a while, and then I think it came back with Joel. McHale. Oh, that that sounds right. He was funny too. Was, I liked him. And and now and now it's called the Joel McHale show. He's like the anti Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. yeah. He's like handsome and tall, smarmy. Instead of short and trolly. And smarmy. Yeah. He is. My favorite uh one of my favorite clips from T V ever, and I I'm kinda surprised they even aired it, but do you remember there was a blind contestant on American Idol? And Ryan Seacrest, <laughs> after he he got a ticket to Las Vegas or wherever they go, I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> and he and he went to give him a high five, and the guy's blind. <laughs> like, oh, it's I did not just, see that. That's hilarious. Uh, it's yeah. just awful. <laughs> oh so gosh, great. it's so like the one of the cringiest moments ever. <laughs> and they aired it. Like, it's not like it's yeah. live, you know? Right, like, right. I'm surprised they, put they it on didn't the show. just cut that out. Yeah. Man, so this throw, week's hopefully this week's bus. episode is not like a blind high five. Um, <laughs> we got some, we got not some topics. Blind, no, not a blind high five. It's a, it's a, a, a man, yeah, attempting. Yeah, no, I get it. Okay, there's got to be a better way to say that. <laughs> I, I'm we not can workshop, we can workshop it off the air. Phil. Okay, that's good. Okay, so we're gonna oh, talk oh, about later. our pedal boards because we didn't talk about them last week. We're, we might talk about the ethics of flipping. And we're going to talk about gear culture shibboleths. <laughs> Let's talk about that first for the, so you can for stop the talking third about week it. in a row. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, I want to say it every week. I want to say it over and over again. Shibboleth. 
So do you guys know what a shibboleth is? No. I've Phil? looked it up at one time I do. or another, but I don't remember what, is what it? it is. Can you explain it to us? No. Oh. Can so you a shibboleth use your words, is like a, a shibboleth is a word or like a, a thing. Usually it's a word or a phrase. Um, well, that, it's a word. Shibboleth is just a word. It's just it's not a phrase. Yeah. A shibboleth, are you talking about what it means? I'm saying a shibboleth. Oh, okay. Is usually a word or a phrase that distinguishes like basically who's in and who's out or like who's a part of the group and who's not a part of the group. Um, so the origins of it, I think, are like um, it's like a Hebrew Israeli thing where mm-hmm. and it's from the Bible, I think. Um, anyway, so these this one group, they would like have the people say the word shibboleth and the shibboleth is really just like a it's like a cork. Whatever from the wine barrel. Uh huh. And basically, like, their group said it in a particular way. Like, they pronounce it one way. And so what happened was soldiers were, like, mm-hmm. pretending to be part of their army and, like, infiltrating them. So in order to, like, sniff those guys out, they would make them say the word shibboleth. And if they said it properly, then they knew they were real. And if they said it wrong, then they knew they were not part of the group. What? It's like all the Ku Klux Klan stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like all the so those are examples nonsense. of... Those are examples like, of the same kind of thing. Yeah. So I was wanting, wondering, like, what are some things that are like that in, like, in the gear culture, in, like, gear talk, <clears throat> guitar stuff, where, like, certain things that you know if someone does it wrong or says it wrong or, like, has the wrong thing, that they're, like, either in or not in the group. They're not part of the club. It's yeah. an interesting topic, right? Yeah. Yes. It is. It's really yes. interesting. Um, I had some examples, some things. So one is just like the word boutique, right? Like I don't yeah. think people who are not into boutique pedals use the word boutique right. when they're talking about it. They would say like, I don't know, fancy or like never yeah. heard of it. Handmade <laughs> never heard of it. small bag <laughs> or, or something like that. Overpriced, super expensive. <laughs> overpriced, yeah. Um, but like they wouldn't necessarily call it boutique. Uh <laughs> Another one that I had thought of is like the word clone, um, both with a K and with a C, mm-hmm. um, like a cloned pedal. I don't, I don't think people like outside of the little boutique and clone world, the DIY scene, maybe like they wouldn't call a pedal a clone. They would call it a copy or like, you know what I mean? Like that's not yeah. a tube screamer clone or specifically like a clone, clone, clone. They wouldn't, they wouldn't know what that means. Um, so if someone and, says it, that means they're like in. And I don't know if these would qualify as a shibboleth in your mind, but there's a lot of like gear slum specific phrases that like clonk alone. Right. Yeah, totally. We'll post it in larger groups sometimes. And if anyone's like, what the heck does that mean? It's like, well, you're not in the cool kids club. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> essentially it's inside joke, but without the joke necessarily. Right. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. But I think inside jokes can kind of become kind of a version of that too totally kind of it's kind of like a code word but right yeah it's like it's like how tone like if anyone uses sometimes it's phrases that become a joke so if anyone ever uses them sincerely you know that they're not like in the club you know like tone is right. in the fingers like i don't yeah. think right right i don't think anyone ever uses that phrase sincerely now it's just people just joke about it you know Right. Well, I'm sure there are people that, I mean. Yeah, but those people are losers. 
There yeah, are, yeah. there are, but they're not in the club. Or like, yeah. there's subclubs, exactly. subgroups within the group too. Yeah, or like Matchless Chieftain, or like Tone Chaser. If anyone says they're a Tone Chaser, I'm like, <laughs> that you're in a part of a group that I'm not a part of. Yeah, or that I don't want to be a part of at least. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I yeah. know, I know who you are. Right. Well, and or it's it's like when people use. Like, and this was, this was a while ago, but this guy, um, I was at some church, something or other, and this guy lifted up this, uh, it was, it wasn't guitar center, but it was, it might've been Sweetwater, like a catalog. Okay. Mm -hmm. For like music. And he goes, he goes, Hey, and he, he put it in my hand and then said, he goes, you want to look at some porn? (laughs) And I was like, that's terrible. What is wrong with you? Like that's, that is the worst. Oh, that is, makes me. It's like, like first of all, yeah, obviously. Who doesn't? <laughs> and then yeah. I looked at the magazine. I was like, oh, bummer. <laughs> this is guitars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, You're like I, do you have a laptop in that magazine or what? <laughs> <laughs> that kind of that that kind of like joke. Yeah. That's the type yeah. of thing so that like your grandpa. But yeah. That, right. Like somebody is trying to sound hip or cool and it's i was like, thinking no, about that the other day like anytime someone says like gear porn or food porn or anything porn that's not like pornography yeah it's just so gross right it is. well it really and people is. use the, I, I feel like people use the word fetish incorrectly and it bothers me yeah like i have a shoe fetish no you don't you 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 like shoes <laughs> you are obsessed with shoes that's not that's not what that word means i mean you may have a shoe fetish too but it's not. But you shouldn't talk about it. In it's not company. exemplified just by the fact that you buy a lot of shoes. <laughs> I feel the right. same way when people are like, "Oh man, I'm so ADD about this," and it's like, "No, yeah." Or like, OCD. as someone who as someone who has ADD, <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like, no, you're not. <laughs> don't no, don't minimize you're not. it. Enough out of you, you freak. Is our fetishes um, like, what about like our fetishes by definition? Do they have to be sexual? Is that the idea? I almost googled it just now, but then I backed out. Excited, <laughs> <laughs> I'm nervous to do that. Um, but I safe search. On I it. think so. I love the idea of somebody just googling the word fetish uh, to actually try and find like you know porn or something. <laughs> like here we go. A form of sexual desire. Okay, so it is in which gratification apparently. is linked to an abnormal degree to a particular object, item of clothing, part of the body, etc. So yeah. Yeah, it is yes. gross. I think but it's the same way where like there's small there's small things like when people refer to their guitar as she or her Right. It's like, I know that's a subtle thing and it's not like, it doesn't speak ill of any individual who uses that, but it just automatically makes me not want to listen to that person. Right. Yeah. Person, it just kind of like pushes you out. I think it's just like, I, I'm not sure that's exactly a shibboleth, but I think it works in the same way. Like, I don't. We yeah. Don't like it's, it's one word that tells definition. like there's a lot of subtext behind it that. Yeah. And it's not just like regional or whatever, but I, I wonder like, what about like, um, visible things so like is there anything that if you see it on someone's pedal board so like strymon for example right if you see strymon on someone's board especially multiple strymons it almost always is like some praise and worship guy who just has this weird thing like it i don't know though because i know I, it's not but it feels like that maybe it's i went because that's what i went I and played lot, poker but. there's this place in salt lake called downtown music that's just 
I don't know what uh, it used to be. If it used to be like a bunch of large storage units, but it's basically just you can rent space there and you know have your band go there and practice. Uh, um, like it's like you rent it, you know, permanently, like by the month. Right, so you right. leave all yeah, your yeah. stuff there and everything. So I went and played yeah. poker one time uh, with a bunch of guys, and it was at somebody's band space there, and they were some kind of just you know they weren't a hardcore band, but they were some kind of uh, harder punk band. Uh-huh. And this guy had two Strymon pedals on his board. Yeah. <laughs> and I was surprised. But it does automatically tell you, like, okay, they are at least... They know. Um, yeah. It's not... Like, if you have a board that's just full of boss pedals, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. that guy, he's yeah. not, like, into pedals necessarily. He might be. But if you see someone with Strymon pedals on their board, you think, like, okay, that is a part of this guy's hobby is pedals, you know? Right. Yeah, like, I remember when I first started looking into pedals it was probably like three or four five four i don't know a few years ago whenever um, it was after i got still cool after i got that. back into electric um and i was trying to decide between like a flashback x4 which was like new at that time yeah or a dl4 like those are my two delay options <laughs> yeah like, yeah <laughs> like i would probably never consider either one of those now well like you DL4, third maybe option like of just not having a delay pedal yeah yeah obviously like dl4 maybe for like fun because it's kind of quirky and old, but yeah, like, yeah. I feel like I've missed the boat on that. And if you aren't already in love with it, there's no point. Yeah, because I've thought about that. DL fours will come up used sometimes, and you see them in so many rig rundowns, and like they, yeah. But yeah, like it's too late to get into it now for the first time. Like yeah, if it, it had been like my only delay pedal back in the day, and I kept it, then that would be cool. But it's yeah, we kind of missed the boat. I had the flashback X four for a while, and it was cool, but it's just so big. It's enormous. Yeah. Those pedals, have you seen one in person? Yeah. They're huge. Like, that and the Canalia are the only two pedals I've ever been like, had experienced physical shock from seeing. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> another one like that is the, uh, oh, geez, it's Vox, and it's like. Oh, yeah, the Delay Lab delay, or whatever. Yes. It's totally. so, I was like, I was yeah. like, dude, why, why do you have that on your board? <laughs> and he was like, I got to, he goes, I bought it new when I didn't know what I was doing and he goes, I really like the sound of it, but like I cannot sell it for what I want to get out of it. Yeah, so no. I just kind of keep it and I go, <laughs> but it takes so much room on your board. It's so huge. It's so like, big. I know. Then there are some that are really small. <laughs> like when I got a steak and eggs, I was oh, yeah. surprised at how small that is just, just from yeah. looking at it in pictures or even the MS three is that way. It's a lot smaller than it looks in, uh, yeah, in, in pictures, unless you see yeah. it next to other things. Those new TC pedals are actually bigger than you would think. Right, that's what I've heard. I've never actually had one in my possession, like yeah. around, I've never seen one in person, Um, which is weird. Like, I wonder why they did that. I don't know. Like, I guess if it was like a they're, they're making enough of them that what? it makes more sense to build their own enclosures, and at that point doesn't really matter exactly what size it is right but then why so big it just seems weird i don't know seems counterintuitive it is weird but but like we had talked about this before but with pedals with top mount jacks it doesn't make sense for them to be too skinny because the idea with top mount jacks is that you can put the pedals right right. next to each other and then if the foot switches are too close you can't really use them you know yeah that's true it just seems weird like the tc thing is odd because they have the two very different enclosures now like 
the tone print series they're all the same and then that one's all the same yeah but that's because they're two di- i mean it's it's basically they're very ones distinct are just plans, yeah. pedals you know that's true yeah that is true so guys i generally like the shape of tc pedals yeah i really like ones. uh their standard yeah the tone print ones the stereo jacks i don't like it when stereo jacks are too close together oh are they too are they close together yeah, yeah, like you couldn't use pancake plugs with them. Oh yeah. So tell us your tell us your uh, gear world shibboleths. I'm sure there's a yeah, million that we're not hit us up of. in the group. I'm sure. Um, I I'm do sure feel bad though because I don't like, uh, I don't like those things to feel exclusive. Like you're excluding certain people just because they don't right, get the right. joke, especially when it's a joke that like they have no reason to get. Right. Like there's no yeah. reason that somebody who doesn't listen to this podcast would know what clonk alone means. You know right. what I'm saying? Because it doesn't like, matter. It's yeah, this weird yeah, thing exactly. that we made up. So well, I, I I remember um I this isn't exactly the same thing, but I remember some guy joining and this was a long time ago, but it was I was relatively new to um uh gear talk praise and worship and some guy uh, posted, Hey, I'm trying to put a pedal board together. So here's a list of pedals that I know I obviously have to have. And he phrased it like that. And then he goes, <laughs> he goes, but I'm looking for suggestions in addition to these. And one of the, one of the things that he had on his list was the boss noise canceling something or other. Right. The, the noise right. reducer, noise suppressor. And people were like, people were going like, freaking bonkers and they're like you don't need that and he yeah. was like well no i know i know i do because i want i want i want to get rid of you know the noise yeah, floor, yeah. blah 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 and they were like burning him at the stake like it was like right and i was like okay he just doesn't know <laughs> like don't but also and, like and, maybe and, he does yeah yeah right but it was like it was it it was very clear that he had talked to one guy who had told him, yeah, yeah, here's what you need. And now he was coming to this group and he was saying a thing and the group yeah. doesn't agree with that one guy that you talked to. Yeah. And he was having a hard time like blending the fact that, that, yeah, yes, exactly. That I, that I respect this one person I talked to so much yeah, that I can't listen to this group. But also, I'm trying, by, I'm trying like, to convince the group that I am that yeah. this guy I respect is correct. That's and by posting like. in Jatipwa and putting a noise presser as like on a on a list of necessary pedals, he kind of immediately alienated himself from a large portion of the group. Yes, right. Just because so many people they were not cool him. about it. Like instead, oh of like, yeah, for just, sure. I'm sure you know, they, they were they were horrible. Like and instead of just being like, well, here's what I like or, you know, and I'm guilty of this too. So like somebody, I can't remember if it was in the gear slum group or a different group, but somebody posted saying, Hey, I have a helix. I think it was a helix and I'm looking to get a speaker to use with it, but I don't want to like all the FRFR speakers seem expensive. And I taught, I know we talked about this already, but like I kind of (laughs) went went off on my soapbox and it's like, it's not this guy's fault that so many people told him that, because you're using a guitar, you need this FRFR speaker that was specifically right. designed for guitar. So it wasn't like <laughs> I kind of like killed the messenger to a certain extent on that one. And I, you know, it's that. just a bummer that like there's so much 
Like, I get it because any group, like, the whole idea is that you want to feel like you belong, right? Yeah, but totally. It just sucks that part of that is always that belonging. Like, I was talking about this at church the other day with people. And, like, the thing is we want to belong, but in belonging, we always, like, necessarily, in order to make us feel in, we have to make other people yeah. feel like they're outside. That, so we have to, like, yes. know who doesn't belong in order to make ourselves feel like we do belong. There, and it's you, just, like, such a crappy belonging. thing. Yeah. You you actually cannot have belonging without, yeah, like without excluding because otherwise nobody like. Well, you could if, the, if you let everyone in as long as you don't. But it then, depends if, on, like, if why everyone's in, then there's no that, value to yeah, being in. You then know? it stops being yeah. Then it stops being belonging. It's something else, right? Well, you belong. Everybody belongs together. Like there, it's just yeah. I mean, I no, I, I agree. agree you. I, I agree, agree with you, what you're but, saying, but that's why it's a hard. That's why it's a hard. Like thing ideally, to do. you want something where anybody who wants to belong can belong. And that's but, what I try to like. That's it's why, hard to get to that point. That's why I try like in the Gear Slum Facebook group. There's a ton of inside jokes from the podcast, and there's all these hashtags and stuff. But I don't ever want it to feel like you know somebody who just joined the group. I don't want them to feel like they don't fit in because they don't understand all the jokes. So I'll try to explain yeah. them once in a while. And I don't know. I think it's part of it is an attitude because sometimes you can tell that people people are doing that to. Uh, like to consciously exclude people. Yeah. Right? And I, I don't want it. I feel I like people to ever feel excluded just cause they're new or they don't get some of the jokes, you know, I feel like the consciously excluding that goes on in our group is specific to arrogance or like <laughs> or, jerkiness. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when no. somebody comes in and is like, just kind of like coming okay, in hot yeah. and then, and then the group yeah. kind of attacks those people. But well, there's I, this. There's like a lot of unwritten group, rules. Yeah, but I, I'm just saying I like that our group doesn't attack. Yeah, like if like, somebody came in and posted a picture like, and was like, "Hey, this is my pedal board," and it was like some cheap pedals and like you know, and they're like, right. No hey, one just, would shoot them. Down. I'm new here. Yeah, but if someone came in like, "Hey, this is my you know amazing PRS," and tell me how great it is, and but on the <laughs> other hand, like I also. I feel like maybe, and I don't want to get too real, but I feel like sometimes <laughs> we get too much, like we attack them too quickly, right? Yeah. And it's like, I think a lot of those people, that's they think that that's what's expected, so that's what they put forward. That and it's yeah. like, I don't, we, I don't want to like jump on them and kick yeah, them yeah. out because no, no, no. Sometimes no. Yeah. you're like, oh, that's cool. Like, here's what I have, and like just by showing them, they're like, oh yeah, I'm actually more normal than I appeared because I was trying. Like I they, thought that's with this, you yeah. know, what, like they think they're that they have to speak that certain language to fit in, but like, well, right. Tell I was them, thinking, Dude, no, and that's like, why a lot of times relax, we'll bro. post and be like, hey, you know, this probably no, isn't going to go for a while, or something. Right, and like, that's what that's why, yeah, I, yeah, yeah exactly. I was thinking, bit. I was thinking of somebody using the word libtard. Yeah, oh yeah, that's, well, that's but even like, the same you thing. Like, go. I we posted like, hey, that's not cool, and we don't do that. Yeah, yeah, and it didn't happen again, and I'm pretty sure that guy's still in the group. And I'm fine with that. Like, and even even stuff like, and and maybe I shouldn't talk about this on the podcast, but I remember. So Sean Wright, the guy who makes the Canalia, uh, we've talked Sean about Wright. it a bunch before. Lollygagger, Lollygagger effects. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, he only China. he only makes the insides. His wife Colette actually does all the enclosures. Yeah, and they look freaking amazing. Yeah, and she's also the one who, if you go on their website and you use the chat, chat her, feature, yeah. <laughs> a lot of times she's the one who answers. Yeah. Um. 
so I'll give him a hard time on there sometimes. But he early on when he joined the group, uh, he he posted just kind of like it wasn't spam, but it was just like a generic, hey, go check out, you know, it's kind of like an advertising type post. Yeah, yeah. And nobody like freaked out about it, but I just messaged him and was like, hey, you're not like in trouble or anything, but just so you know, that's like people just don't really. <laughs> you're not in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> like you are in timeout, but. Um, <laughs> I know. And it's it was such just a funny like, way to start a conversation. Hey, I don't, just, you that's know, not what I, trouble, that's not what comma. I actually said, but it. Moderator but it was, here. Yeah. <laughs> but it was along the lines of like that people just I got don't burned, burned by just, advertising. Oh no. Aaron, stop it. Now we're going too too far behind the curtain. Um but yeah, it was anyway, just like, you know, people Sean don't Ryan. people don't normally do that in our group just so you know that's not really what it's for and stuff like that. And he's like, "Oh, totally. Sorry. I didn't even realize right. it." And he's and and he's like an he's like a really great member of the group. And he yeah. jokes around and contributes, and I think he listens to podcasts and like, um, and that that would have been very different if if people had just like commented publicly like, "Hey, get out of here, you shill," or something like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think and there's I, like a way to like I've had really good conversations it. with Sean <clears throat> since we first met, and we've had like bump. We've like remember you guys remember a while back when um, there was that the pedal pimps thing? Yeah, mm-hmm. and I kind of went great. off on the guy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so, so Sean. For those who don't me, remember, like, there was you a, don't know this guy, and like there was a pedal I company called Learn like, from that too. So thank you, Sean. Yeah, and Sean always every episode, not every episode, but Sean always messages me and is like, "Hey, this thing about the show, like I was cool or whatever." Well, I think I think he what, always listens. I think, yeah, I like think he's a Sean. very like he is a good fan and a good member of the group, and a, you know, yeah, and like a he he's a great part of the community, and it could have gone differently if if you know. It didn't. Right. Uh, he didn't start out being a totally ingrained member of the group who understood the culture and all that stuff. But yeah. and that's but the fear. That's what Phil's saying is like people don't uh, people don't start there, and so it's dangerous to like just. But I'm be I'm saying, but also like I'm I'm thinking of a a, a handful of people that shan't be named, um, that started out in the group kind of coming in hot and like yeah, and we had to like. And Gently. aren't in the group anymore. But I, <laughs> no, I no, no, that I are, think it's that a good, are, that they came around. I think around. it's good that our community in general is, they're, we're, they're not, and I'm talking about our members, not us specifically, but they're not, they don't tolerate certain behaviors, but they're not, they don't, so they'll say that behavior is not welcome, but I, it's very rare that like a person is not welcome, unless that person feels so tied to that behavior that they exclude themselves. Yes, right, exactly. Which, and that's happened a happen. couple times. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what was it? The guy that was talking about. And I'm fine with that. <laughs> I know, yeah. Like too. he was making, he made a rape joke. Oh yeah. And people were like, nope, dude, that's not like, this isn't the that's place cool. for that. And ho- hopefully there isn't a place for that. And he was like, and then he it's just, just doubled down on it. Cause that's yeah. the, that's the thing. Like that's either they say, Oh man, sorry. I was out of line, whatever. Like I screwed up. Sorry. Yeah. And that's usually what happens. But then sometimes they double down and like, Oh, I'm sorry. You don't understand humor. I'm sorry. Like it's <laughs> right. your fault that you don't think my rape joke is right. funny. And it's like, no dude, that's, it's like not, <laughs> there's not a place for that, you know, anywhere where I want to be at least. So, yeah. And I'm right. And that person, you know, left the group pretty quickly and, and I'm fully okay with that. I'm fully fine. Fully fine. I am fully fine too. 
anyway, fully, fully fine. fine. So tell so, us your shibboleths, so fine. et cetera. So fine. Cole, I want to talk about your pedal board because you recently have been kind of splitting into two, right? I don't even know. So I'm here's the thing. Here's what made me think Guys, about it. Can I, can I be real for a minute? I'm oh, kind of a mess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the so, crap I'm doing. I have I've been running a, a pedal train Metro Twenty, um, which basically allows me like a single run row a of like on your five or so train. five or six pedals. So I've been able to fit like five or six pedals. Um, and then I was poking around in like some storage stuff, and I came across this old pedal board that I built that's like twenty four by fourteen or something. So it's like way bigger. It's basically bigger than two of my other pedal boards together. Yeah. Um, so I I went back to that just for just to check it out and i think it's because um what was i gonna say oh so like we there's some things that are coming down that and I, anyway i'm planning on getting a new pedal board that's bigger um it's that's not like an, it's like an open secret but anyway, redacted so, so i wanted to like kind of get back into that groove and like i had a bunch of pedals that i wanted to try out and i wanted to get them all together anyway so i'm back on the big board and i'm now running one two you're in breakfast. Six. You're in bed with big board. I now have eleven pedals and room for one or two more on there, so I'm probably gonna switch that up. So now I've gone from like five to like almost twelve, um, and it is amazing. <laughs> so good. <laughs> like I did enjoy. I did enjoy like the simplicity of having a small board, but like being able to fit three or four fuzzes on the same pedal board is really cool. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's so much more fun. So and so, I've gotten back into stacking things. Like I've been pushing a lot of my fuzzes with the architect, yeah, which sounds really cool because yeah, it kind dude. of adds some top end back in. Um, so I, I'm I fall well, back especially in love with where that the architect has like a three band EQ. Yeah, like yeah, you can really shape it. Running into a fuzz, fuzzes are already so compressed, but you can. Mm you can shape them across frequency to where they'll sound pretty different, even though. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like they're not going to sound sure. more driven necessarily because they're right. already kind of, no, it doesn't out. change. That's what I like about it. Is it doesn't change the character of the fuzz much, but it just like, it just adds more high end or cuts out the, or it can. Yeah, exactly. You know, you can it like, can or just, you can add more mids if you want to, like you can just, yeah, it's like adding a three band EQ to the fuzz. So it's really yeah. cool. So, my pedal board quest recently has I liked the idea of getting an ES5 for a few reasons. I wanted mm-hmm. something that uh would let me change pedal order. Um so with the MS3 it has three effects loops and you can't change the order. You can change where the multi-effects effects like you can put them before or after. And you can change the yeah, order yeah. of the built-in effects, but you can't change the order of the actual pedals. And so part of me, like, right. I have all these pedals. I wanted to be able to mess around with them more. I like the idea of the ES5 because um, you can you can also put stuff in parallel. Um, and I sold my PRS, and so part of it was just because I had some money burning a hole in my pocket. But mm-hmm. I ended up getting an ES5. Um, and then I noticed at my last gig, so in my band, I'm the lead singer, and so not only am I singing most of the time on most of the songs, but then I also have to be the guy who's like doing banter between songs and stuff. And basically I don't have a lot of like attention 
or brain power that I can devote to my pedal board if like, Mm -hmm. if I want to put it simply. And so, and so there's like this disconnect of, I want to be able to try out a million different pedals and change the order and always be messing with my pedal board. But on the other hand, I need a board that I can just gig with confidently. And, uh, Mm -hmm. and also, can I just say you two need to stop arguing on the side and start participating in the podcast? (laughs) Um, I am participating. You pieces of garbage. Um, what did I do? No, I'm mostly mad at Phil because he's arguing. Oh, sorry. And he's also wrong. Like, if you're okay, going to argue sorry. with me during the podcast, at least be right. Okay. Um, I apologize. I'll say so. I, if I didn't say it now, I'd forget. So that's why I messaged. And maybe it would have been okay if you'd forgotten because, as I said, you were wrong, Phil. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're okay. ruining this beautiful moment. Dirt bag. Okay. So I, uh, so my last gig, I noticed like I had changed some pedals and, um, you know, I, I ended up spending more time like tapping my feet, getting things right than I, than I want to. And part of it was because I like switch swapping things in and out and stuff like that. So, so I got the ES five, I still have the MS three and, and in my head, part of me was thinking like, well, I'll, I'll get rid of the MS three maybe eventually and just use the ES five. But the functionality of the MS three is perfect for what I need for when I'm playing with my band. So I decided to make this tiny little pedal board. I just cut it out of plywood and I cut it to be the exact size to fit inside of the tick, the mono tick that I have. Oh, nice. Um, and it has, it has the MS three and then three pedals on it. So right now I have the half horse, um, the 5050 and I think the architect, but maybe I put the harbinger on there, but at any rate, it's, it's basically it's my like straight up drive that. board. It, yeah. But then all the, uh, the MS three has all the effects. So it's basically oh, you have my MS three on there too. Sorry. It's basically my gig board. I so I can, that. yeah. So I, so I can leave it as is. I don't need to switch anything out. And I know that like, if I show up, everything will just work how I want it to. Yeah. Um, and it, I don't know. It seems like I don't like the idea of having two pedal boards partially because it just seems excessive and, and ridiculous, you know, because um, uh-huh. even like even my normal pedal board as it is, is excessive for what I do. Um, but, you know, it's a hobby, so whatever. But yeah, so it, it, it at least so right now, my other my main pedal board is like completely taken apart and it's not, you know, it's not really fully functional, but that's OK, because if I need to go even just to practice but to a gig then i could then i would be ready to do it so yeah you know what would be cool i just had this thought like what if there i wish there was a way you could make a pedal board right that had like part of it that would come off or come out so like if you had a big board right and then you could like pull off a segment of it like so let's say you had the ms3 and those three drives like on one portion of the board and you could just like pull that off as like your go, but then you could still you could add that back into the full board if you wanted to. I'm trying to think of how that would work like mechanically or connection wise, but yeah, that could be cool. Because because realistically, and I don't know, I think like the praise and worship market is is unique because you're basically like the house band. It's right. like if you're the house band at a bar or something like that. Like you, yeah. yeah you set up there and a lot of people just leave their stuff there all the time. But like, 
and and a lot of times you're like sitting there dorking around on these ambient songs that last 10 minutes or whatever and mm. <laughs> and you want to be able to have a million different things to tweak but for what I do and I think for what a lot of people do I just want something that's very simple and that I know will work even if even if like I AB'd the phaser in the MS3 next to another like boutique phaser maybe I wouldn't like the sound quite as much but it's like nobody in this bar cares first of all there's hardly anybody in this bar because <laughs> nobody likes our music but like even the people who are here don't care about the difference between the two you know right so yeah i i think that would be a cool idea i don't know how it would work either but there's definitely like i'm not the only one who has who wants to have a large board to mess around with but also would like to have a small board to just be functional and useful so if you if you did it where you plug the in and out of the pedals like directly into the board then you could just have like contact points right yeah but it'd be easy enough to just unplug and unplug and plug in like patch cables you know yeah that's true the beginning too. and end of the chain or whatever yeah but i don't know what part of it is because like be, having the ms3 for this song i i i only think in terms of having a switcher like I don't even consider just going back to having a bunch of standalone pedals that you switch oh, really? on and off by themselves. Yeah. But that's Funny. how most people do it, I think. I mean, I yeah. think the vast majority um, of people. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's maybe half and half or close to it. Maybe not like a complicated switcher, but I think a lot of people with big boards have just like a yeah, you know, just like a bunch of in and bypass outs. loopers. Yeah, at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. You don't have? Do you have a looper of any kind, Phil? I have, switcher? Uh, no. <clears throat> Not at all. Do you, do want you Aaron? I don't. I always want. I I always go back and forth like on the the little like eight channel Joyo one. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. Just because it's relatively inexpensive and like it's programmable to an extent. Like you can't move stuff around, but you have like different patches where like you can click. Yeah. This turns on these four loops or whatever. Oh, um, uh, yeah. That that is super handy. I part of it for me is like unless you have risers on your pedals or use tall boy, like barefoot pedal or barefoot button tall boys, it seems like it's yeah. a pain to switch pedals on the back row. Yes, it can be. Yeah. Live. And again, part of that is cause I'm having to concentrate on singing in addition to playing, which right. If you're turning things on and off brain power. during the song, it, it can be challenging. Yeah. That's um, already challenging for me. I've also thought about buying the the BYOC one, which I think is similar. It has eight loops as well that you can kind of program, um, you know, patches. Yeah, and Disaster Area has a bunch of stuff like that, don't they? Yeah, yeah. I feel like it might be fun to build my own. But Yeah, yeah. honestly, like the ES5 is significantly bigger than the MS3 for one thing, which is kind of... And, mm. and it's it, a lot taller, right? I mean, like depth wise. Yeah. Yeah. And part of me wishes it had more like the ES eight is ridiculous and it's huge. And I'm sure I would love it if I had one, but I couldn't justify getting one. But the ES five is like, well, it's only two more loops than I already had, you know, like in, in hindsight, it's not as appealing as it was to me before I bought it. <laughs> To be okay. honest, and I hate to have to admit that, <laughs> but yeah, that's how it is. Sometimes I feel like five. Things. What's that? I feel like if you're gonna go with the five, you might as well just get the eight. Like, 
unless but it's twice as much it's 800 bucks no i know but it's like i don't know it just feels like five loops is not that many i know and yeah exactly but you also have them so like let's say you had a delay pedal that had midi capability you could put that at the after the switcher and you could just turn it off with midi so you wouldn't have to have it oh that's true um but still yes five is not a ton like it makes you think well Maybe you are just better off getting one of those Joyo loopers, even though then you can't change the order and all that stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. So speaking of me know. being <laughs> uh, indecisive and always changing my mind, um, <laughs> I bought an amp yesterday. <laughs> oh, that's right. Your, and it the is amp a, journey continues. Yes, my amp journey continues. Uh, I bought a 65 Deluxe Reverb, which if you remember... <laughs> A few months ago, I sold my 65 Deluxe Reverb so that I could try out a whole bunch more amps, and apparently all that's done is lead me back to where I was to begin with. So now I have a 65 and a 68 again. Um, I'm, I'm thinking of uh, that line from Godfather 3. Just when I thought I was out, they pull <laughs> me back in. Pull me that's back what it makes in. me think of. Yeah, exactly. So, Wait, But this is one from? is like this one is about 10 years newer. Uh, and it's in it's a from lot. Polly Shore's Jury Duty. Oh, nice. I love that movie. Yeah. Top Poly five. Shore movie. <laughs> Top five. <laughs> Top five Polly Shore movies about <laughs> civic duty. Yeah. <laughs> was Biodome about civic duty? Was that his civic duty to go on the... I mean, it was totally. other people's civic duty, maybe. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, so, let me ask you a question. Is is Encino Man a Polly Shore movie? Yes, of course. Well, Or is okay, it a movie saying. in which Polly Shore is in it? He's an English teacher. Like, is it folks. a Polly Shore movie? Is it a Polly Shore movie or is it a movie that Polly Shore is in? So, like, for example, um, let me give you an uh, analogy, an analog, if you will. Um, the movie Air, what is it? Air? Airborne? Yeah, Airborne. Oh. Jack Black is dog? in Airborne, but it's and not a Jack Black soccer. movie. Plays basketball. Right? Like, why does the dog know how to play soccer? It's basketball. I hate you both so much. It's not a Jack Black movie, even though Jack Black is in it. No, the Golden it's Retriever. Not like a Jack Golden Black Retriever movie. movie. Even, Shut your mouth. Even King Kong is like <laughs> I. I wouldn't consider King Kong a Jack Black movie. What about Jumanji? Into yeah, the well, ensemble. Ensemble. That's he is song. very much. He is very much Jack Black in that movie. He's funny in that movie. Yeah, he is good. Um, but he's not in King Kong. Like I think he he does fine, but he's not his his he's uh, not himself really, you know, or his character yeah. that he normally plays. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, what was we talking about? Encino Man. Encino Man. I don't know. I'm Godfather on the Father Part on Three. One. Pulling right back in. Host Oopers? Aaron. Host. It's your job. <laughs> I'm trying to trace the madness back to where we were. We're talking about pedal boards. Yeah, I said I got back there. Pedal boards. Oh, okay. No, amps. The 65 reverb. Yeah. 65 it's deluxe reverb. All right. That's what we were talking about. I missed it. So why did you buy it again? Because <laughs> I'm an idiot, Aaron. Well, first of all. <sighs> why did you sell it in the first place? Because I'm an idiot. Because you had amp journey. Both? No. Yes. I know. But so I remember like it it ultimately came down to like 
there's no reason to have both of these amps. The reason I bought the 68 <laughs> when I already had the 65 is because it was $500. So uh-huh. it was like, I know that I'll at least be able to sell, you know, I'll at least be able to flip this. Um, and then I did that live stream at the time. I can't remember. I guess I was just kind of in that mode of wanting to unload some gear and free up some space. And so I did this live stream where I was comparing the two and I tried like running each amp into the other speaker and trying to like really drill down on the differences between the two. And I talked myself into selling the 65 uh, because the 68 has kind of more features and I don't know. He's all about the features. Exactly. So, but then I immediately regretted it. In fact, the girl who bought it came over and... A girl? <laughs> the doctor is a woman? <laughs> um, and and I kind of tried to, like, on the spot, tried to talk her into I buying like, the 68 instead. I listed oh, both nice. of them for sale. And uh, she like, was nah. like, well, now I kind of... Like, basically, she, she played a lot of clubs, and her band was getting pretty popular. Um, and she had done a lot of gigs where they just have backline amps and it's really common to just see like a blackface fender as the back line, uh. whether it's a twin or a deluxe. Um, and so she's like, so ultimately she decided that one just because like, that's what she's used to seeing and she knows that she'll get out of it and stuff. Right. Um, but even like right after I sold it, I kind of regretted <laughs> it, you know? Um, and so I, I've gone through a bunch of amps. I bought a bass breaker and sold it. I still have that Ibanez tube screamer head, but I almost never play it. Um, I have uh, that basement amp that I really like, but basically this, this 65 turned up on, you know, Craigslist and I got it for five fifty, which is a really good deal. It's not like an insane deal, but it's good. Like I sold my other one for seven fifty for what it's worth. Uh, um, and this one's newer and, you know, is in better shape and all that. So, I don't know now if I'll sell the 68. I kind of think that I probably will just because, again, having two amps that are that similar seems kind of ridiculous, um, especially when I'm, like, not on tour and I need, like, you know, a backup in case one of them right. explodes wait, wait. or something. You're, you're, you don't tour regularly? <laughs> I'm touring. I'm doing the uh, North, uh, North Salt Lake area bar circuit. <laughs> I had this um, venue, this, venue. This friend when I was younger, and he had this band that they whenever they played an out of town show, he would say they were on tour. Yeah, oh, <laughs> like we're on tour tonight. We're going out no. on tour. No, no, you're not. You're playing no. a show. Yeah, out of town. It's still a freaking road gig. <laughs> yeah, it's a road gig. <laughs> you remember that you're from not... Tenacious D? <laughs> no. I mean, if you got That's up on funny. the roof, you could probably see the place from here. It's still a road gig. <laughs> you can't say. <laughs> you can't. You can't say uh, you're on tour unless you're spending the night somewhere that's not your house. No, I think you have right? to. What's have, the number of gigs I, away I from say, home? You have to have at least. This is good. At least two or this three. Is a good question. At least two or three gigs is like a. That's like a mini tour, but at least that. I'd if say you're like playing five. I think if you're playing two shows, two or three we shows should, back to we back, we should preface this with the fact that none of us are legit musicians in two, any way. So two or three shows. There's a lot of stuff shows that we talk about that back we to no, back. We have no idea what we're in saying. different cities. Yes. Is a mini is a mini tour. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say a minimum of three shows back to back in different cities. 
Okay, can one of those without be going home in, in your home? That's what I mean by back to back. No, no. So, so then you're saying that has to be four. Well, it doesn't have to. You don't have, have to play, play at all. Town. Playing at home is not on tour. Yeah, it's just Ever. a gig. Yeah, he's right. gone. Okay, so. <laughs> No, sorry. I was. Yeah. That's fine. No, that's fine. I think Distracted. part of it is because uh, of my age, but I have like that that for like you know, fifteen to twenty, like early twenties. That was like the dream of going on mm-hmm. tour. And now it's like I have no interest in that whatsoever. I would. I feel like I would enjoy it, but only if I was in like a really big band that could afford to do it comfortably. <laughs> well. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, you're saying and, you you think that you'd enjoy being a famous rock star? Yeah, I think. No, I, probably, I don't no, even no, think no, no, that. No, no, like, no. I feel like I would enjoy even playing small shows if it was in like a like a tour bus or something, <laughs> or at least if you could afford to stay at like a Hampton Inn or something. Yeah, like take a shower like every day. Okay, take a shower so, every day. Sleep in a nice hotel. So, some of our listeners probably breakfast. also listen also listen to the Bad Christian podcast. Never heard Cole, of it. Cole, I know you don't. Um, nope. but cause I'm a good, Christian. no, cause yeah, I was going to say that for <laughs> so, you. So, so Emery, they're in the band, uh, the band Emery, they, and they're still Emery are in the band Emery. They're still actively touring. And, uh, are you saying Emily? They're, they're middle-aged men and they have a quote unquote tour bus, but uh-huh. it's like this piece of crap that they bought used and that they like fixed up and they live in and that's the only way they can it's like makes sense to afford to mm-hmm. do to tour because they they everything is in their jacked up bus but it keeps it always breaks down and like when you listen to their podcast with any regularity they tell stories about how not uh rock and roll it is and everybody's like oh must be nice living the dream and it's like they're like, well, I mean, yeah. we're we we love it, but it's not like it's not rock and roll lifestyle the way people. Yeah, assume. very few people actually live the dream. Right, right, and they're and they're like actually, yeah, and they're huge, you know, like they're they're yeah. big, right, and they tour constantly, like they're regularly yeah. touring, but and they have they, like a big following, and yeah, but even yeah. then, it's hard to make it work financially. Right. And, and that's, I think that's the only way that they can afford to do it. I, I remember talking to a friend, a friend of mine who was doing like little tours here and there. And he goes, Hey, see that, that band right there, uh, that three piece band, they bought a van and they tour all the time because they're still, none of them are married. Yeah. Like, and they all they do have, that instead of playing call of duty all night or whatever. Like, <laughs> right. And he, this was the awesome thing. They all have uh, gym memberships at uh, the YMCA. Oh, so they just go there to and shower? And they plan their tours based <laughs> on where the next YMCA is. That's so good. That's awesome. And they, they sleep in the van, and then they all go to the gym and work out and shower and then go to their gig. And that's yeah. how they tour. <laughs> and I was like, so it's sort of like kind of homeless. Like it's yeah. some gray area between being yeah between being like they're vagabonds yes they're gypsies but would you call them professionally 
I think that's derogatory. They're choosing the gypsies. Aaron told me that it was derogatory. <laughs> and I and I believe him because he's more ethnic than me, so <laughs> Yeah, it's always it's, good to call people ethnic. Yeah, that's people like <laughs> he's more ethnic. More well, ethnic I don't want to say I, I I it's it's shorthand. I don't have I can I can't name all the things that you are. That's fine. <laughs> I don't need I don't it's clearly not. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm not offended at all. I think part, part I recognize it, that what you're saying is offensive, but I'm not personally offended by right, it. Right, I know. This exists know. this exists in the gear world too. But like people see like people tend to think that making a living doing something means getting rich doing something. Yes. Right. And right. it's well, like any of the, the vast any of the, majority of like glamorous jobs, yeah. The vast majority of musicians are just barely ma- like they're making a living doing music, which is cool, but they could also make the same living just going and getting a job or a like better th- living probably. Or yeah, right, and largely yes. and they would just be able to go to their house every night and sleep in their bed, right. you know, and watch but I w- whatever. It, it, it has to be the, a job that that we c- like culturally consider like glamorous, like like exactly. an artist. I'm sure that there are people that technically are artists that are making a living and it's not at all glamorous right it's like they work really oh, hard yeah, the vast majority of of like they're making working forty thousand dollars a year you know and but they're like i'm an artist that's what i do and mm-hmm. it you know there's like a series of like you know freelance things and contracted things that they do that yeah equal up to a living and but if you hear somebody say, oh, I'm an artist, you think, oh, cool. You like sit around in your pajamas and like go to cool parties and, yeah, and paint. limos pick and you like, up no, and take you to these that's things. That's not. Yeah, exactly. But it's the same. People talk about that with pedals, too. And it's like even even like the big like I don't know this. I, I'm guessing like Josh Scott is is making a lot of money. But even then, I. He's not making millions of dollars a year. Well, I think JHS is probably making a lot of money. I'm not sure. I'm sure he's not making like what most totally consider a lot of money. Like he's he's the owner of a company that's successful, and so by definition, he's he's making a good living. But he's not he's not making millions of dollars a year, and every every other pedal maker is just making enough to pay their bills, you know, or or slightly more maybe. But it's not like it's not like if you start a business and it and it gets any kind of popularity behind it, then you automatically become famous and rich, you know. Right. <laughs> Which is the perception that a lot of younger people have, I think. Millennials. I think that's probably fair. I guess it's it's. Is it safe to say that it's any job that is creative that we just kind of assume? Oh, if you if you do yeah job like a, either either you don't succeed at all or you become rich and famous. We, well, I also yeah, think we just part assume. of it is like we, because we think so, like because that person enjoys that, whatever. Like, okay, so for us, music is like a hobby, right? Yeah, like we love music and we play music for a long time, but it's essentially a hobby. We don't make money our life from it, so it's a hobby. So when we see someone else making money from that, we're like, man, they're making money doing what I do for free. Yeah. So it, oh, it kind of automatically true. elevates it, and it seems like they're making it a ton of money doing totally. it but like you forget about all the work that goes into that and i think That's, we also yeah. like minimize the fact that like at least the three of us like we enjoy our jobs too so it's not like 
Yeah. It's not like our job is like terrible and then we hate what we do to make money. It's like, no, I enjoy teaching too. Like for me, yeah. that's mm. it's fulfilling and it's but satisfactory <laughs> for me too. And that's what's funny. Like a lot of musicians who try to, uh, you know, like the typical like Nashville musician who goes there and tries to make it big. And meanwhile, they're, you know, they're working as a waiter. They're working like two different waiter jobs. And it's like, yeah, I just want to be able to do what I love because work sucks. And it's like, well, you you choose really bad <laughs> jobs. Like if you chose a job that didn't suck, then work wouldn't suck necessarily. You know, like there yeah, are really plenty of other jobs out there. But I do get That's like funny. like I get a rush from performing music live. Right. For more sure. than I do from anything else. And so I see the appeal of it and I see like being willing to sacrifice. But yeah, like a band like Emery, who is. Uh, very recognizable and are they they're a christian band right mm-hmm. uh, and, i mean they are a band that is christian yeah they're a bad but christian like band. they're more well known in christian music circles than they are outside of them Pro- yes probably, probably. i Almost have no i have no like basis in for christian music and no experience with it but i still know who emory is and i enjoy their music and stuff so i mean mm-hmm. they're a they're like a popular band that people would dream of attaining that status and even they (laughs) are just making things work you know yeah just making ends meet okay so this and this is a funny story kind of a little it better be uh, funny okay so when i so our our good friend uh andy kim got me tickets is he our friend he is our friend i can say that with certainty (laughs) because i know that he is your friend and your friend and my friend so I can say and he's, that. He he's more friend. in the, in the words of Phil Eisenhower, he's more ethnic than all of us <laughs> combined. No, I would say Korean because he's Korean. Cause I know that it's specifically like that. Oh, okay. You don't so, know. Anyway, anyway, Aaron's just, I don't know what Aaron ethnic. is. Aaron's a Korean American. He's Korean American. Okay. Yes. Sorry. Uh, correct. Um, so way to be exclusionary. Uh, Okay, Damn, so lose. if we're not sponsored by Sinusoid next week, you guys will know why. Because <laughs> of Phil's hate speech. Uh-huh. So, um, where was I? He sent Emory, you to... tickets. He got me tickets to Emory. We're, um, I go with my friend. We're there early because it was, you know, a long drive to get to the Bay Area. And then we're at this bar right next Norcal. to the venue. And um, Andy Offling, Offling, is that how you say his name? Sure. He's he was the opener and I'm and he's a younger dude. Was he doing and, solo? Yes. And is, he is was his, touring is with he, them. Is his band Lowercase Noises or is that just oh. what he calls himself? Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. He was touring as Lowercase Noises. That's right. But it's but basically it's just, just him. him. It's just him. Yes. Okay. So, okay. That's where I was confused. I thought it was a full band. Uh, it, Yeah, right. It's just him doing loops and stuff. So he was... Um, when we were sitting in this bar, uh, Andy was in the back of this bar and the, the Emory tour bus had just pulled up and Andy had just gotten off the bus and he was drenched in sweat because their cool guy tour bus, the air conditioning broke. And so they were (laughs) driving from Portland to San Francisco. They'd driven all day with no air conditioning and I'm assuming that this poor young dude was like, yes, I'm touring. I'm opening with Emery. But the look on his face sitting in this bar 
right before the show, <laughs> he just looked so beaten down. Like it was like, he just looks like so bummed, you know, like this is what I'm doing. <laughs> and on the one hand, it's like, I'm doing what I love. Right. But he just did not look happy in that moment. He looked just super sad. <laughs> and and I, I genuinely felt bad. I, I, cause it was like, it, he just looked kind of like not crushed dreams, but like, like the dream had been like, yeah, the reality of it had sunk in or whatever. Yes. And like, yes. he knew he didn't have a, a dressing room with a bowl full of green M&Ms waiting for him or whatever. <laughs> right. 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 He's sitting in a bar paying for food like everyone else. And he just had a miserable day driving in a stinky van with no air conditioning. And now he's got to be like, now he's got to put on a show <laughs> after feeling like just, yeah, you know, feeling like garbage. miserable. Yeah. And he isn't even feeling like garbage. Cause he's like, so hung over and he did too much coke the night before. <laughs> right. Like yes. he just feels like garbage cause he was in a bus with no air conditioning. <laughs> right. Right. So yeah, guys, what we're trying to say is stay in school. Don't do drugs. Mm-hmm. Get a real job, get a freaking life or become a teacher. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you, sir? <laughs> I think that is like there is I'm I'm not into this whole like uh this whole idea of like you need to find your true calling in life and follow that uh, cuz I think it's I think that can be dangerous but like you can have fun doing your job regardless mm-hmm. of what your job is you know there are plenty of jobs that you can like and that's I would true. hate I would hate being a teacher cuz for many reasons, but that's why I'm not true. a teacher and you guys are because you're good at true. it. True. Well, I, that's every true. time that I'm very good I, at it oh, for all of our listeners, anytime that Aaron or I, uh, share some, uh, annoying interaction with a student, Cole instantly gets furious. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, why I wouldn't be a good teacher. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> you have zero tolerance for some kid being yeah. obnoxious like okay then you're just not in my class anymore and you're out of school and you're expelled so and can i send you to jail too because i want to and i'm also gonna stab you with this pencil yeah exactly <laughs> unless you get out of here right now get no out one cares yeah yeah that's true no patience you're and also not a doctor because you have no patience mm-hmm Ayo. Boom. a boom you just been obibowed. 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 You just been obibowed. You just got ethnic. I don't know why I couldn't. You say just it right. got obibowed. 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 Wow. Obibowed. This is where I need to get my iFart <laughs> app out. Do some fart noises. Yeah, what right. is happening? <laughs> Guys, we talked about a lot of really serious oh, stuff in this episode. Bebo. And so I'm sure Aaron will feel good about himself that he hosted it so well. I'll feel real good. He'll feel well about himself. <laughs> oh, I should mention, I I uh, bought a Disaster Transport Junior 
Oh, should you? Just now? Just now while we were talking? <laughs> should you mention it? Yes, I should. What's up? I'm in the process of buying a... My mind just went blank. Caroline Guitar Company Wave Cannon Mark Two. Mock Mark Two. Mock Mark? Mock Mark Two. Which, guys, we'll talk about this on the next episode maybe, but the Wave Cannon and the Shigiharu are mind-blowingly good. Distortion yeah. pedals. Yes. You're, is it fair to say, I, I, I'm kind of going through this phase where I'm fascinated and kind of in love with Chase Bliss pedals, mm-hmm. and you're going through a similar phase with Caroline pedals? Is yeah. that fair to say? You could say that. Yeah, except the, dif- the difference is Aaron is purchasing them and <laughs> playing them. True, true. Jeez. And Cole, you're doing the thing that I do, which is just like watch demos of dream. Yeah, dream about it and obsess and about think it. About like, think about like, oh man, it. I would put this at this point in my chain, and oh, it'd be perfect. Oh man, oh, if man. I had three Chase Bliss pedals, oh, it'd be so cool. It'd be so cool if I had those. So, cool. but we're not. So, so. What's cool. the wave cannon? <laughs> the wave cannon is a distortion pedal. Oh, it's serious? Sup- it's called a super distorter. Yeah. Mm. Wave Cannon is a distortion pedal that he, I think it's a, a original, completely original circuit. Um, That's a weird name for a distortion pedal. Wave Cannon? I would have thought it was like a like a modulation of some kind, like a tremolo. It is not. It's 100% distortion. I believe um, you. But a Wave Cannon is like a thing, right? Like it's a real thing that exists. Like in science fiction? Is it science like fiction? Like a laser sword? Is it not real? Not really real? Well, it's what a, do you... No, it's real. So it's like a sound cannon. So wave cannon is like acoustic yeah, weapon. Yeah, but it thing. doesn't like... Okay, I see I see the... It doesn't really do what people of... think it does. Yeah, Like you yeah. can't weaponize sound in the way that a lot of people think you can. Oh, <clears throat> Sorry. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Fine. Anyway, that's what, I think that's where the name comes from, because it's like sound. That makes it's sense. Like, like it overwhelms you with sound. sound or whatever. Yeah, it's attacking your eardrums with sound. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm smashed in the face by yes. a cannon of sound. Yeah, yeah, that. Okay. <laughs> All the things we just said <laughs> apply. <laughs> oh, I should also mention that. Uh, the the pedal porch showdown videos i'm still doing uh-huh. those so everyone get off my back about it all right pedal porch <laughs> actually you know the what showdown. if you're listening to this right now if you're listening to this and you haven't seen those videos that just means that you're not in the right group you just got <laughs> <They're>, porched <laughs> it means it means that there's some secret group that you're not in that's yeah, what it means that's so my have i told you guys about trash man and dumpster baby Mm, the superheroes so. that I invented. Oh, well, that's that's Frank Reynolds. Yes, superheroes. Tra- well, it's his wrestling character. Trash I'm man taking out the trash. You talked about this. Tra- no, he says you just got trashed. <laughs> okay. What does Dumpster Baby say? Or can he not? Dumpster talk Baby, baby. doesn't talk, but he's a full-grown man okay. in a diaper and in a bonnet. What? Diaper bonnet. And what he's other just aspect really makes him dumpstery? Or baby. 
baby. They both well, the they diaper both, and the bonnet. Both of their superpowers are that they throw trash at you. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like that it's team. vague because really anything can be trash. I mean, I know you're thinking like you know rotten banana peels and stuff like that, but like you know, Tomatoes. an old computer yeah. monitor, you could throw that at someone and that's <laughs> trash. That's yeah. not fun at all. And now I can use the name because the the word dumpster, the um, copyright yeah. or whatever, has run out. So it's free. It's public domain now. So you don't have to correct mm. everyone. Uh, so Dumpster Baby is no longer dumpster. an infringement. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's so, why you haven't done more with it. Yeah, you should expect that to come out soon. Okay. In film. <laughs> to come out. Well, that, that'll be on the Marvel CISO Universe. Or something. The Marvel Universe. <laughs> <laughs> Marvel Universe. <laughs> no, that'll be in the new next Avengers movie. Nice. Dumpster Baby. Trash. Oh, what if it's Trash Cam? Does that make sense? Like if the person's nope. name is Cam? Like Trash no, Cam? No, because so- that sounds like uh, <laughs> camera. Yeah, that's true. Is like Dumpster Baby, cam. like, is he a hairy? No, he's like a normal guy. Is it like that? Like, he's not what, even normal guys. It's not normal to be baby, hairy. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> baby Huey is what I'm, th- I'm picturing. No, he doesn't look like a baby. He oh, just right. wears a, he's he's a, just dressed he's a giant like a baby. man. He's just a, he's dressed not giant man. He's like a normal sized man. Okay, okay. So when you say normal guy, what do you mean, Aaron? So think of Carl from Aqua Teen, Hunger okay. Force, but a little bit less fat. <laughs> so it's not okay. so it's not normal to be fat and hairy, is what you're trying to say. So <laughs> you're trying to say to me right now on this podcast, Aaron? Yeah, just a normal human colored guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, normal. I got that going for me at least. I got that part checked hmm. off. Now, this guy's part Asian, part Mexican. Um, lives Wait, in California. That's you? It okay. is me. It's me. Has a, <laughs> has a beard. <laughs> it's like just, six it's, two, it's six me three. In a diaper, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now we're getting to the bottom trash of this. at criminals. <laughs> like this I is just an excuse. Play, but it's this really just, just an excuse for you to dress up as a baby. It's really and throw garbage at people. Yeah, basically. <laughs> See, I invented this. You want to so cosplay as a character that you invented? Go to. I just yeah. put on a diaper and go hang out in a dumpster. <laughs> I I throw trash at people. See, I, guys, I go to all the. You can do what you love. Comic book conventions. You can do what you love. You don't I'm have to be a rock dream. star. I'm living the dream. You can be yeah. a teacher, a part time teacher, <laughs> and also dress up as a baby and climb in a dumpster. Like, yeah. Throw you trash find at strangers. You got to find your sanctuary, you know. You got to find Just your true calling. Don't start life. a podcast. The market is flooded. <laughs> yes, that is accurate. There are plenty of podcasts. If you're looking to make money from podcasting, it's not a good idea. You know what? Go ahead though. <laughs> Go ahead and start a podcast, but you also should start a make podcast. sure to be one of our Patreons. <laughs> yeah. Send us money. So I'll t- let me make this deal. We have shirts. We have stickers. If you send us $10 a month, if Let's you start a talk- podcast, I will listen to that podcast. Yeah, if if they're pay- yes, good. That's a good. That's we will all we all will. Yeah, I Why will not. Talk about the I want to go levels? on the record as saying I will not listen to we'll, your podcast. You will sub- how we much will money? All subscribe to your podcast. Cool. How much money would it take? I can't for one bought. person. <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah, probably like fifteen dollars. Yeah. Okay, good. It's a little extra. Aaron, tell us, tell our viewers at home uh, the different levels of. So you got the two dollar dumpster Patronage. babies <laughs> level. <laughs> no, the dumpster di- dumpster divers yeah. are at the two dollar. At level. the time this podcast airs, we will have changed that to dumpster babies. 
The five dollars a month gets you <laughs> in the street that. crew. Um, ten dollars a month gets you into the upper crust. And and there are very clear delineations between the street crew and the upper crust <laughs> as far as what incentives you get. Yes, that's true. It's not just an excuse very for you clear. to d- give us more money. There is huge incentives. We just haven't it determined those. It matters, yet. people. It matters. But even at the two dollar level, you you get all the extra content. So we we release, uh, we I I try to release <laughs> extra content fairly. Um, often. we used to I put out some extra it. content occasionally, and then I didn't then, do it often enough. So now Cole took over, and we do it never. <laughs> and I do it never. <laughs> Guys, there's some Discord in the in the podcast. We're f- right. fraying at the at the edges. <laughs> We're coming apart at the seams. But, you know, you you might get some stuff now and then. All right. We got t-shirts. We got stickers. Oh, we should mention we have t-shirts for sale on, um, what's that website? Threadless. Threadless. Just dot threadless.com slash the gear slash slum. Slash the gear slum. Yeah. A couple different designs. Um, and we're, we're, we're about, thinking about figuring out a way about some to more get designs. some people out the um, to get the industry insider into some people's hands. Industry, industry professional. professional shirt that we wore in yeah. him, but we'll see. Because there's been a lot of hot, lots of hot goss. Hot goss. That there was um, at Nam. People haven't well, talked about it as it, much it, since then, but yeah, but that's because sense. the it was the, the pictures were being circulated of us wearing those shirts and. Oh, I also like, still have about 20 videos to that I took at Nam, and I haven't posted any of them yet. I've just looked really? at it on my phone really? and had a bunch of pictures on there that I have not posted yet, so we could do that. Anyway. So, guys, we like recording a podcast. <laughs> we, we've, cho- we've found something that we love, and that is recording a podcast. We Dressing apparently hate every other aspect that comes along with doing a podcast. We just every other every couple of weeks of we put on our diapers, empire. we sit down, we record a podcast. In a dumpster. <laughs> right? Right, guys. Mm-hmm. Live from a dumpster. Live, coming at you live from the dumpster. Mm-hmm. Hey, no. Thanks for friendship. Thank thanks you for, for friendship. friendship. Thank. Thanks you. to Sinusoid. Thanks to the Gabriel Turner String Company. Thanks and to all of our patrons. Like thanks to yeah. our patrons. And viewers like you. Yeah. Also, I'd like to thank all the people who listen every week and don't give us anything and don't uh, tell us that they listen. I know you're out there. They just Thanks to those of you, you who take 
without giving. <laughs> we appreciate you. I'd like to go on the record as saying I don't <laughs> thank any of those people. You don't want to thank them? Okay. I was thinking them sarcastically. Just want to go on the record and make sure that's clear. I was mine was a partial sarcasm. Also, everyone, no, everyone I do listening, it. go, go into your, uh, go into iTunes and give us a review. Sure, that's the thing that needs to happen. Sure, why not? No, not sure. They do. Why not? What the hell? Give us a no. review. Yes, do re- do it. Do it or review else. It. Don't Re- do it or don't. No, don't don't not do it. Only do it. Don't do it or don't not do it. Neither way doesn't no. matter. Just just be the person to either do it, do it or do it not. There is no, no try. Do There's no try for sure. For sure, be the person to do it. For sure, do it or plan on doing it and forget. Either way, doesn't no. matter. No, don't listen to Aaron. that was Aaron speaking. <laughs> Some of you mix up our voices. Either listen <laughs> to Phil Aaron. or listen to me. We both have equally valid positions. <laughs> and and I am Phil, and you should listen to me. Two options, on or off. Review or don't review. Those are your two options. <laughs> Son of a... <laughs> no, there's only one option, and the option is review. All right, fair enough. Make Give us a review. Thank you. Make it positive. Five stars or GTFO. <laughs> yes. All what right, we're guys. saying is you we'll figure out who you are and you have to give it five stars. <laughs> we'll figure out who you are like we did with the wooden pit guy. I expect to have yeah. several hundred new reviews by And we will next ruin week. you if you don't. You will be gone. We currently have 21 ratings. It's not enough, folks. Not nope. enough. Not nearly enough. Not nearly enough. We should have at least as many ratings as we have episodes. And we have... True. This is the 89th episode, so... We should have What are you basing that on? Reviews. It says 21 ratings. No, you're saying you're, how many you're, we should have. How many we should have. Oh, um... I just think it's just a general like as a general measure of success. I think we should have <laughs> one review per listener at least. Yeah. Oh, at least. That's we probably set up better. Multiple iTunes accounts. That's probably better. Yeah. Leave us a negative review. Those are always fun. Is this still part of the episode? <laughs> yeah. Like give us five stars but say bad things I about us. I said thanks for friendship like 10 minutes ago. I know. And we all did. folks, thanks for friendship. <laughs> And Cole, thank you for friendship. Aaron, thank you for friendship. Maybe, I'll, maybe I'll put that after the theme song. Thank you for friendship, fun. guys. Viewers, thank thanks you. for friendship. Viewers. Thanks for friendship.